0: What's going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning into the podcast. My name is Zeke. And I'm Gabe. And we're just two dudes from church. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, thank you once again for tuning into the podcast. My name is Zeke. This is Gabe. (laughs) Um, Thank you for tuning in. Uh, If you take the second, if you guys could take a second, hit that like button share subscribe leave a comment down below i was actually thinking on my way back from work if there's a particular thing you want us to pray about leave a comment down below if you know if it's something personal you can always message us but point is to interact we like to interact we like to answer questions any questions if you want a topic that uh, you want us to talk about Leave a comment down below. Share it with a friend. Mm-hmm. Okay? We greatly appreciate it. And like I said, we love to interact. So, that being said, um, today's episode, we kind of want to talk about, okay, we understand that we serve the Most High Yahweh. You know, we serve a, a king. And we were looking at scriptures and there was, we, we were kind of talking about stories in the Bible and... And we serve not only uh, uh, the, the most high, but he is the Elohim that makes the impossible Possibly. possible. Yeah. What sometimes what we see, you know, we live our daily lives. You know, we have our our trials, our tribulations. We have, you know, for me, on a daily day basis, you don't know what you're going conf- <laughs> to be confront- confronted with. That's true. And um, it's sometimes there come a point, in your day in your life, where you say like this, how am I going to get through this? How am I going to accomplish this? And you, some we sometimes tend to use that word like this is going to be impossible. Yeah. And you know, there's plenty of stories in the Bible um, we were just talking about before the camera turned on, where there was a lot of situations where I say, Gabe, if I was in that si- in that <laughs> situation, if you were in that situation, what would you do? Um, you know, and just to say one of them, one of my personal favorites um, that I I feel like I talked too much about it, <laughs> but the story of Exodus, the Exodus, the story of Moses, where, you know, the the father basically took his people out of Egypt. You know, we know all the story, but there comes a point in time in that story um, where Moses is put in a situation as their leader mm-hmm. Um, in a situation where leading up to that, you say, "Okay, it's getting worse, and it's getting worse, and it just got worse." They're confronted with the Red Sea, and his own people just start badmouthing him. Like, w- were there no graves in
1: Egypt? What would you? What would like think? That's, that's what's hard. Like, put ourselves in that situation. There is like the people you just helped get out of slavery, pretty yeah. much. Now, pretty much said, "I'd rather go back and die."
0: That, that, I, I feel like that was like messed with his, his mental, like, man, these people like, you guys are on grave. just like, I, I led you, yeah. You know, well, it was fine, yeah. but that, that was their leader and you're, you're, you're bad mouthing me. Oh, and then the cherry on top, the Pharaoh's armies yeah. on their way to kill them. Now, if you put yourself in Moses shoes yeah. as a, me currently, I put myself in his shoes and or sandals. Um, I would probably have completely broken down. I would <laughs> have. I, I would have I, I told the people like, "Hey, listen, it was.
1: How can you not? It's like, in in, but again, that's the difference. That's why Moses was put in the leadership role, and the others weren't. That's why we weren't there, and he was because, yeah. in in our human flesh and human nature, in those moments where our backs against the wall, that. We see no way out because like I said, you said you have the Red Sea, which is, you're not going to, Yeah. what are you going to do? You're going to go there and swim or, or something's going to happen. And then now you have Pharaoh's army coming to destroy you. So at that position, either you're going, this is it. Yeah. This is where we perish or, hey, we're going to become slaves again or, and it's going to be worse than what it is. You know, it's just natural for us to automatically yeah. go there. And that's in any Walk of life that's in anything we confront in life, there's going to be moments where we feel yeah. our mind just naturally goes there. I don't see a way out,
0: yeah. Distress, distress. I can imagine. I sometimes, when I read it over and over again, I imagine the stress. I'm like, Was he <laughs> in some type of stress? Now, I, I tend to think not because of what he said, but like, I, I put myself in that situation. We a panic attack, and you, uh, anxiety, stress, <laughs> yeah, you name it. And it's like, okay, I'm in an impossible situation, confronted. But then your own people are, are talking about like, I want to go back. We're, we're there not, not enough graves over there. And then you, I would start to think, I'm like, okay, are these people even worth yeah. saving? You know. And then the Pharaoh's coming. It's like he's definitely gonna kill me and enslave. You know, half of the population here. But I just love the the faith and the and the confidence that he had. And our heavenly Father, which I strive—that's one thing that I strive to. Like, man, I wish I could be that confident, you know. And, in, and in, even, even at Father.
1: that, he doubted. He's like, wait, what? Because this is where this is where I want people to understand. Like, we try to be as transparent as possible. Just because you know we hear the names of Moses and all these great men, they had weaknesses. And in Moses' situation, he doubted a lot. Right, he always had an excuse. He always had yeah. something. I can't do this. I can't speak right. I can't do this. And even then, I know you're. I know you're going to get to it. But even then, he questioned. He questioned our heavenly Father, and he went to Him. And, and then, you know, Yahweh gave him an answer after that, and what he needed to do. Right, which is go ahead. You can continue. Now.
0: And I just feel like <laughs> just everything. If you think about him being in in the in the in that that role as a leader of the multitude of people, like you. We, we, we tend to think about the impossible, right? But we don't... We Sometimes I sometimes overthink it and say, Well, he did this. But the Heavenly Father did this. The plagues. He took us out. He said what he was going to do. Mm-hmm. He gave us the way. He provided a pillar of fire at night mm-hmm. to warm us up. Yep. And a pillar of like a cloud to protect us from the sun. So he did all this just for us to be here. And it looks bad. But he brought us up to here, so I don't know how he's going to do it, but he's going to get us through. So he had to sum up yeah. that, 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 that saying. He had to tell his people, like, guys, I'm paraphrasing, chill. <laughs> I want you to do me a favor. Look up at the Pharaoh, look at his army, and take a good look at them because you will never yeah. see them again. Today you will see the salvation of once. Yahweh. Yeah. Now, did He know that Yahweh was gonna? No, not yet. Split? He didn't know. Mm-hmm. He just knew that Yahweh was gonna get them out of that situation. And we know the rest of the story. They walk on dry land. That's the incredible part. That you know that the ground, you know, it soaks up so much moisture of the water. Even when you remove the water, it's still in there. Yeah. It's got to be completely. And they walk on dry land. That's what I find incredible. In a situation where, as, as as people as humans, we saw this opportunity, we saw this story, and said, "This is impossible for us." But even even our our, our Messiah Yeshua, He says, "What's impossible for us Man. is possible for Him." Yeah. So this I, I see it as a perfect example of that who we serve. Turns an impossible situation possible, and you know that's like one of my favorite stories. It's you know. yeah. one of my favorite stories. It's
1: just like uh, this topic is probably one of my favorite ones to talk about or to preach about or, or whatever because once you get to know who he is in your life, you're going to start to understand and, and really you can start connecting with these stories that are written in the Bibles yeah. because I think a struggle either with a young person or someone who hasn't been you know, in the church a while, or someone that has been in church a while. The Bible sometimes is a little difficult to understand. And it's a little yeah. difficult to read. I know me growing up, I did not like to read the Bible. I didn't understand it. I didn't yeah. get it. But as I started to grow in life and started to experience things and started to see his love and started to understand his mercy and started to see yeah. how he changes situations in my life, then I was able to connect with these stories a whole lot more in a different level and a deeper level that's why you know these stories in the bible are there to help us it's to give us a blueprint right it's to show us that if he did it back then he could still do it now and the bible says that greater things he's going to do right nowadays so what's the difference it's us it's our mentality it's 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 how we need to build a better relationship with him to understand that everything that we do is for him is for his glory you know and and one of my favorite ones classic everybody knows it but but you can have it just it's it's a tale as old as time right Uh, and that's david and goliath oh yeah and and this story you know gives you everything that you need to understand that um when he gives a word he's faithful to complete it the bible says that as well he's faithful to complete it if he gave a word he's faithful to complete it and and again we're just going to summarize we're not going to go crazy into the story um but if you don't know it, right? In this time, you had the people of Israel um, going against uh, pretty much a giant, and this giant was pretty much—he uh, was unbeatable, right? He—he was—he was, un- so he was unstoppable, in. and it got to a point where at that time the king uh, Sal and the people of Israel were terrified, and they didn't know what to do, All right? And, and every day, uh, the the, the the giant Goliath would go, is there not one person that's brave enough to fight me? Right? It's not one person. And then um, it's crazy sometimes, right? Because, you know, they say the innocence of a child sometimes. And then you see this young boy in David. Um, what was his background? I'm sorry? What was his background? David? He was a shepherd. He was a shepherd. Okay. A musician yeah and so you think of it, you got to think of the occupation he had at that moment, which was the occupation, I guess um it didn't say warrior he wasn't yeah, he wasn't a fighter, he wasn't any of these things um but the fact that when David went there for a different purpose, right, he went there to give food to his brothers from his father, and he heard Goliath start challenging the people. Like, who this he man? goes he's looking around going what are you guys doing
0: like, ain't nobody wanna
1: like no he like I, I I can imagine like he was confused like he's calling you guys out and not one of you guys is 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 coming up front that it got to a point where David pretty much was like I'll, let me fight him, right? And, and this, the story goes, he goes to the king. King says, absolutely not. You're just a boy. All these things. It gets to a point where David convinces the king, right? So what does the king do? Hey. <laughs> the king starts stacking him with all the best armor and yeah. the best sword and the shield that it's so heavy that David could barely move.
0: He's like, no, nah, I don't think I need
1: that. Right? And, and it's crazy. And then, you know, it got to a point where he had t- to take everything off, and he pretty much got back to what he knew. And he, and just like he told the King Sal, he's like, you know, when I'm protecting my flock, yeah. when I'm protecting the sheep, I have to fight lions, bears, whatever it is that's trying to eat and attack Natural them. predators, yeah. And all I have is my what? Slingshot. That's my slingshot. My slingshot, right? And And I can imagine the king just going... What is this boy talking about? This is going to be a mess.
0: Yeah, like, <laughs> this
1: is you know, because at the end of the day, if something happens, it's going to be on his hands yeah, as yeah. the king.
0: He allowed. He allowed. So, that, yeah.
1: But but David convinced him. And I can only imagine for for a king. And I get it. Like you said, th- he's probably his back against the wall. Doesn't know what else to do. He's pretty much captive to, to this giant. Um, and i can pretty i can i can say that you know david was probably a good talker convincing but i think behind it was a passion yeah and i think sal saw something in him that was different right he saw something a fire in him that was different and that's the beautiful thing and then we know the story that you know one of the most famous sayings in in the bible Right? You know, I know better in Spanish. I'm going to try English, right? I come before you with a sword and a javelin. Or you come before me with a sword and javelin, but I come before you in the name of Yahweh. That's all David needed, as crazy okay. as it is, right? He had pebbles and a slingshot. And he defeated something that not just a king, the whole people. At that time, everyone that was there, the whole army, was afraid, yeah. and even as an army, couldn't overcome.
0: Do you imagine yourself being in that crowd and and seeing seeing this guy walk up, and seeing the whole process, and you just sitting there like, "Oh, what is what is this kid? He's gonna get himself killed. He's gonna I, get himself killed." And the fact that he he said those words, yeah, and and he
1: was able to take that giant down, and and he said it was such and again. We're reading a story, right? So like I can only think though that he's saying those words with such a conviction because David really believed those words. And when you believe in something, right? That's in life, in anything, right? You could talk about sports, anything. When you come together as a team and you believe and you work hard, like he says, everything in his life has prepared him for this moment. It's not like he just came out of nowhere. Everything he's done in life as a shepherd, he didn't think it, but has prepared him for this moment. And then with that conviction and the words he says and who he believes and who who, who his king was that, you know, even though Goliath was mocking, even though Goliath was pretty much like, this little kid, get out of here. You're wasting your time, right? Like like pretty much saying, get out of here. This is not your place for then him to overcome. But again, we understand that it was not David. It was not David that won the battle right? Cause David even understood who was going to win the battle, right? He didn't say, you know, but I come before, but I come before you in my power and my might mm-hmm. with my slingshot. No, he said, I come before you in the name of Yahweh. And we need to understand that when we call on his name, you know, however, you may know him when we call on his name, there is power. There is authority yeah. in that name. When we're stamping his name on our problems, on our situations, we're opening the door for the king of kings, right, to to come into your life and start to change and shift your environment and change and shift uh, your situation so that what you think is impossible, you know, we're playing checkers. He's playing chess. Yeah. He's a hundred moves ahead of, a, of what we're thinking because right now all we can see is what's surrounding us, right? Mm-hmm. We can't see beyond it. And that's what, that's what for me impacts the story of David so much is the simplicity of it, you know, the simplicity of who he was, but the courage, the tenacity, and for me, the true belief in that he knew who was backing him up. And he knew that there was a giant that was bigger than Goliath that was on his yeah. side. That no matter the outcome, he was going to stand for what he believed. And he wasn't going to be afraid because people were telling him he's crazy. People were telling him he was too They're young. They probably telling him,
0: don't yeah. do it. Don't do it. I can Dude, imagine his big.
1: brothers, like, you're, no. Yeah. <laughs> or even, like you said, the king, no, put armor, at least take a sword, at least give yourself a chance, right? right? No, because he understood, and David, again, David knew his strengths, And he knew he had to be agile to be able to do the slingshot properly because if he had the, he couldn't, you know, he couldn't get that aim, the accuracy that he had. Um, But that's, that's what happens is what's beautiful is David didn't ask to save a nation. David didn't ask that, right? David didn't understand that his experiences in life were for a reason and there's a lot of times we don't understand why we go through things. That's true. We don't understand why we're confronting a hard and difficult time. But what happens is, through those moments, we start to get converted into something more beautiful, something more polished, something that maybe five years ago Zeke will probably look at himself and be like, I never thought this is where I would be today. The same yeah. as me. Like, you catch me 10 years ago, I would have never thought that, you know, I would be married, have kids, you know, be here talking to you right now. Like you know, um, in, in certain situations in my life or the blessings that I've received, I never would have thought that. But the experiences that we go through in life prepare us for greater things that are ahead that we don't know yet, that we don't see yet.
0: And it's it's incredible to see these these two stories, right? And both these stories, there were witnesses to where there is there is a moment, you take both stories. there's there's a moment that seems impossible, right? Mm-hmm. There's a man that comes up, David Moses, they make a declaration, yeah. Yahweh shows up, turns the impossible possible but I think about the witnesses I feel like if I was in in that crowd with Moses or in that crowd watching David walk up to confront Goliath if I'm seeing those things and I always ask I always ask myself like man these people saw like saw the, the, the Red Sea open up they saw David kill Goliath so they make that declaration, the Yahweh turns the impossible possible. I feel like those witnesses that were there, like they learned who Yahweh truly was yeah. at that moment. Like, okay, I might have known who he was, but now it's like, I've seen now, him. Now he's the one that turns this impossible moment yeah. possible. And like in our personal lives, we might not have something that comes like that's that like. Th- that's a David and Goliath mm-hmm. or a Moses crossing the Red yeah. Sea, but the, I know there's been moments, and I've said it before in other episodes, where like testimonies of where I felt in my life, like how am I gonna, how am I g- gonna get out of this situation? Yeah. And perfect example is where we're shooting mm-hmm. the episode now, my my apartment, that you know I, I was in a situation where a living situation where it was not the best. And I was fed up and I was like, I was, we were praying. My wife and I were praying, praying, praying. And they said we had the apartment. Then it wasn't available. And it was like, what is going on? But I thought I'm like, if this doesn't happen, then I'm just going to be stuck here. And it's easy to, to just drift away in sure. your in your thoughts. But it was that belief, like you said, the, the, the believing in him and trusting in him. I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to get out of this situation, but I know you're going to get me out of this situation. I know this is not where you where. I know this is you want me somewhere else. You don't want me here. And to make the long story short, we actually didn't know what this apartment even looked like. We just saw photos of it. And when we got the keys that we walked in for the first time, we my wife and I we couldn't believe it. You know, that our appliances were, were new. Everything was, like, clean. Everything was, was like, the floor, the paint. And I'm like, can mm-hmm. you believe this? And it was like, I couldn't believe it, but at the same time, I was like, I knew he was going to take me. He
1: gave you it. more than probably what you asked for.
0: Yeah. And I was so grateful, and I was like, wow, Yahweh, you took this situation where I thought was like, how am I going to get out of this? You know, and maybe... You know, you could be watching this now and you find yourself in that situation. I know we all come across it where we feel like there's there's something that's in our lives that's like, how am I gonna get out of this? Mm-hmm. This is impossible. But like these two men in, in the scriptures, you know, that that had belief and they trusted in our heavenly father, because it's not it's not just to worship him and to do all these things, but these these men truly, truly Believed in him, they 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 put their trust in him, and you saw the outcome, you know. And it, and in our lives, I've seen the outcomes. I know I know that you've seen the outcomes, and it's maybe this is just a reminder to you to just trust in him. Don't don't stop. It's easy, and trust me, I know. I we've all been there. It's easy to just our mind just wander off, like this is not gonna happen. Yeah, this is never gonna happen. But no, it's it's believing in him. It's trusting in him. If you're praying, continue to pray. Don't stop praying. Those thoughts the enemy put in your mind it's for you to stop doing that. All right, I'm going to stop praying. I'm going to stop doing what I'm going to stop going to church. I'm going to stop doing this. That's what he wants you to do. Yeah. But it's, if you persist and you and you put your, your trust and you believe in him, he will take you out of the situation that come a couple weeks down the road, you're going to be like, y'all was really stressing over that i was really like i had anxiety i was having panic attacks over
1: that bro so and then to add on that i think if you want to flip the coin it's not some it's not all the time that you know we're just stuck in a in a hard place when like get me out of this there's times that even you know we we have goals that we want to reach we have dreams and and we may seem like, man, this is difficult. This is, I don't know how I'm going to do this, right? And the example of the same thing I could do, exactly what we're doing here and just talking this podcast. When I was given the idea, I told my wife, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I was like, I've, I've never done this. I've never done YouTube. I've never done all this social media stuff. I've never, you know, audio, editing, all that kind of stuff. That's not my forte, you know? And I would pray and I would pray, Father, you gave me this idea. You got to you gotta show me your glory, Right? And again, that's the power. And that's what I'm talking about. We talked about earlier is like when we call on his name, when we, when we, when we ask him to come step back and let him show you his glory, step back and let him show you the way that's what he wants to do in our lives. Sometimes we want to take control of everything and we're limiting his power so you know when i was praying i was like father put the people in my path give me the ideas give mm-hmm. me the vision and i'm telling you 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 know we've talked about this already <laughs> in another podcast If you want to listen to it go check it out but like everything that had to happen to fall into place okay. for this to happen just started happening like a domino it just started yeah. just started connecting and i'm like wow like all you can do is wow because sometimes like you said we need to just take a step back and go you know what take control Show me your power. Show me this power that's talked about. Show me this yeah. this strength. Show me how mighty you are. Sometimes we have to be like that. Show me how good and how great you are in my life. And when we when he starts when he starts to work, you're going to go, "Wow. Okay, what I heard yeah. about you from my parents, from my grandparents, from my family, it's Whoa. real. It's yeah. real." Right. So if you want to experience that, if you're asking for, you have goals, if you have aspirations, if you have things that maybe you feel like it's hard or it's out of reach or you can't do it, you know, call him his name, give him an opportunity to show you his power. You know, maybe it's not going well for you right now. Maybe, uh, things haven't been falling your way. So what's it going to hurt? You know, give him a chance, give him a chance to really work in your life. And I promise you, if, if you just take a step back, Wait on him, you know, like Moses, like David, take a step back, proclaim his glory, right? Proclaim that everything that we do is for him and for his glory, right? Everything will fall into place and you guys will start to witness that in your lives. And we're perfect
0: examples. You know, he, he just said it right now when he received it, he said, I don't know how I'm going (laughs) to do this. Fast forward. Yeah. Boom, we're here now, and we're actually talking about it, and we're sitting here. we got the lights, the camera, and we're like, yo, we're really doing it. Yeah. So just take that as an example that nothing is impossible for him. Mm-hmm. If there's anything that you take from this today, it's a reminder. Yes, we serve the most high. Yeah. He turns the impossible possible. That being said, guys, if you found this episode encouraging, share it with a friend. Subscribe, hit that like button. Listen, we're on TikTok. We're about to make some TikToks right after this episode. (laughs) But look us up on TikTok. We're on social media. Like I said before, um, any special topics you want us to talk about, don't it could listen, whatever it is, leave a comment down below. You can send us messages. We're always here. If there's something particular you guys want us to pray for you about, Mm -hmm. leave it in the comments. Leave it in the comments down below. We're praying for you guys. We hope that you're praying for us. We love you guys. And again, my name is Zeke. And I'm Gabe. And we're just two dudes from church.